following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland, from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, episode 347. <laughs> uh, production date, the 4th of October, 2020. Well, not that that matters. I, I don't know, I just have it, I guess. Um, hey, hey, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for uh, streaming, downloading, tuning in, do whatever it is that you do. We're available in Spotify now, apparently. And uh, some other places have picked us up. I, it's it's kind of mystifying how that happens, but apparently the feed gets picked up and it gets... I haven't actively sought a whole a lot of outside stuff aside from uh, Apple and, uh, well, Google Play, which has now moved over to Google Music, and I think we're in there now. So, uh, yeah, the times there are changing. It's like this show, like we were talking about last week, uh, doing doing some things. We'll get into a little bit more of that a little bit later on. I, I wanted to <clears throat> I wanted to get into this uh, briefly because it's what everybody's talking about right now. This whole notion of the uh, president of the United States uh, uh, contracting COVID nineteen uh, is uh, as as the as as of now as of the recording of this. Uh, there's still so many unanswered questions about all of that, and I don't want to get into any of the politics of this. I really don't. Um, somebody had asked me about this, and they said, "Well, you know, you tend to talk sometimes about conspiracy theories. You think there's one here, and." <laughs> Um, my, my thought is, um, no, there's, there's no, there's no conspiracy here. I've heard him. God has, God have mercy. I've heard him. Maybe you have too. I don't know. Um, I went, oh, he was infected by the left. Uh, that was, that was one. Um, another one I've heard is that he's faking it. I don't know why. <laughs> why you'd want to fake this sort of thing, especially since you sat around and said it was a hoax for a long time. I, I can't see that being a thing. Uh, there's talk that he may be released from the hospital tomorrow. I, I don't know if that's a thing. Um, I don't, it, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm mystified by a lot of this. Like I said, there's more, there's more questions than answers and I don't have, I don't have the answers. I don't, um, uh, I have questions like you do. One such question was put forth by doctors that are, that are looking at this from the outside and they're watching what's happening at the VA, which is he's at Walter Reed in Washington. <clears throat> that's his hospital. That's that's where all the presidents go when they have issues. They're commander in chief of the military, so they are uh, they are they have access to the Veterans Administration hospital system. And uh, great, good for him. And I guess having bone spurs actually worked out to his advantage. <laughs> what too soon? the the no, the notion that. Well, and these 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 outside doctors have been saying, and they're and they're like you and I. They're they're just they're just sitting here, kind of armchair quarterbacking this whole thing. They're watching carefully what's being said by by those in the medical profession, and the questions are coming out like, why is he why is he on this? Well, remdesivir is a is an antiviral drug. That's that's a common thing, along with a couple of other things, and he's taking an aspirin every once in a while. I, Okay, um, I didn't know that was a, a way to go, but you know it's good to know that. Now, one of the things they're talking about this po- uh, polyclonal antibody uh, serum that he's been given, apparently, that comes from a company called Regeneron, 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 whatever it is. 
they're they're saying now that there is no really such thing as polyclonal antibody. It's monoclonal. Now that could be a simple misspoken of phrase, you know, misunderstanding perhaps. I, I'm not sure. Maybe they had it stuck in their head. I don't know. I'm not a medical professional. I'm just going on what's being said. And it's also come out that as of uh, as of today or late last night, uh, he was given a, a steroid, uh, a dexamethasone, I think is what it is. It's a steroid to help with the uh, damage that's in the drunk. Dexa, dexamethasone. There we go. I'm looking at it. Apparently, if you're given that, uh, you're not necessarily just, you know, given a shot in the ass of that stuff and then sent on your way. It, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's not like that at all, apparently. It's more like you get this shot or they put it in your IV and um, you got you got to hang out for a while, like a week or so, maybe maybe 10 days, maybe two weeks, you know, um, uh, as a human being, I'm I'm glad that they didn't have to put him on a ventilator because that's that's very scary stuff. Um, I you know how I feel about the man, but I don't think anybody deserves to have to go through that that kind of stuff. Um, I know, yeah, I, I know there's some of you that are like, well, you know, it was a hoax and all, that. and he said some horrible things. He's done some bad things, and that's all well and good. And is he going to learn from this? No, God, no. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to be a humanist about this sort of thing, and that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, yeah, he's a turd. There's no two ways around it. My opinion. <laughs> I can hear the angry email now. But I will say the Trump supporters have been mighty quiet here of the past few days because of all of this. And it's all of a sudden uh, become a real thing. Uh, I knew that going into the, the pandemic uh, back when it started at the beginning of the year, that it's going to take someone relatively famous to put a face to this thing. And, it, and, and, and not that it hasn't happened. There's been several people of fame and of note that have that have contracted this and some have died and some have lived. And now you've got and you've got several, you know, world leaders that have had this as well. And you know, these things these the, as the president would say, it is what it is and you have to wonder what's going on and it does feel like, at least from my point of view, it does feel like the full picture here is not being not being laid out. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Something seems kind of odd. Uh, the question, another question that comes up, is the health of the president of the United States a matter of, of public record? Should those of us citizens here of this country have the right to know what is going on? Personally, my answer to that is yes. He's the leader of the free world. The 25th Amendment is what, is that what that is? The 25th Amendment? I got, I got a copy of the Constitution here in front of me. I believe it is the 25th Amendment that sets forth the, the whole notion of what would happen should, some, should the President of the United States become incapacitated. And, of course, the transfer of power over to the, uh, the Vice President is a, is a thing. As far as we know, that did not happen. So, so yeah, yeah, it is the 25th amendment and it's, and it goes into nauseating detail as brief as it is. And I'm not going to read it, but you could, I look, I urge you to look it up yourself. Uh, it was ratified 1967 of uh, the, uh, the 10th day of the month of February of 1967. And there is, uh, three sections to it and, uh, and a conclusion. So it's, it's pretty cut and dry as to what would happen. Should the president become unable to fulfill his duties? And because of that, it is a matter of public record of what the condition of the president is. It's just that we need to know these things. There's this whole vulnerability. 
uh, you know, is, is our country, um, is it, is it at risk? It depends on how you define risk. <laughs> it, really, it really does. So uh, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's going to be, you know, we'll know in due time, I suppose. We'll see how this all pans out. Like I said, in due time, <clears throat> I just, I, I, I don't know. I've, I find it odd that I've had to start a show with with a statement about I don't have all the answers. I, I don't have any questions. I, I mean, I have questions. I don't. I don't have any other uh, things because typically what we've seen with COVID, uh, most of the news is fairly cut and dry. Even the questions that we've had about you know how does it affect people and what does it do and what are the treatment options and things like that. Um, I can tell you this: um, it's some scary shit. Yeah, I know. I know people that have had it personally, and uh, yeah, it's it's this is not it's not fun. It's not a walk in the park. It's not. Oh, it's just a couple of shots in the ass, and you're out the door. That's what it seems to be being laid out to us, and it's not that. Granted, he is getting the best medical care. Seven hundred fifty bucks in taxes will get you. <laughs> I know. Pardon. Nice shot. You know. Nice shot across the bow, Rick. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going that whole conspiracy theory, th- theory, th- theory route. What? Conspiracy theory route. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> no. Uh, is he faking it? No, I don't know. I don't think he is. Because uh, because really, if, if when you look at a conspiracy <clears throat> and you look at any conspiracy, you always have to look at what the what what's the end result? What would be the end result of that? Why would you go through with this? Um, if there is no uh, set answer in stone, so I don't know. It's all up conjecture. It's 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 well out of my out of out of my realm of thought. I I don't know. I'm like you. I'm just sitting here and I'm watching this, and it's uh, it's addicting to watch it. I do know that, and it's kind of depressing. It's it's just you know. I, I will tell you if you're a news junkie like I am, you you, you you've got to, You've got to spend some time away from it. So do what you can on that. Uh, coming up here on uh, this edition of the show, uh, as, as we talked about last week, we're making some changes here at Radio Land. It's all happening. Yes, sir. Exactly what? We're still working on that. But I will tell you, it's going to be a matter of organization on my end. So we're going to talk about it. It's, it's in essence, you know, if those of you that are, that are into uh, podcast productions, perhaps you have a show of your own. Or you're thinking about a show. We're going to talk a little bit about that, you know, the the right way and the wrong way. <laughs> like, like really, there is a wrong way. There's not, I suppose. But anyway, that's all coming up here. Uh, stick around. It's up out of this break. Thirty seconds of it here from Radio Land. Wizards is corona-free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, Kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com. Wizards, because it's still smoking. Must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. 347 episodes. <clears throat> That's counting this one. That's what we've done. That's a lot. That's a lot. Every Sunday for 347 weeks. That's six and a half years. A little over six and a half years. Coming up in February would be the seventh anniversary of the show. Uh, when I first started, we, we looked at, you know, 
organizational aspects of it. <laughs> How do you organize all of this? And at first it was like, well, we could do it in episodic seasonal format. So you would have uh, 13 weeks per season, uh, four seasons a year is 52 weeks, right? Wow, that's math. I did it in my head. Uh, actually, I did it a long time ago. And and, and then I just quit counting the seasons. I, <laughs> I really did. So, I mean, if you want to get down to it, it's what, 24 seasons? Is it, yeah, it's 20, 24 seasons of the show. I mean, it never stops. It never takes a break. It it is. There's always there's always some new show. Granted, there's been a time or two where we've had technical issues where it was delayed by like 24 hours. But there's always been there's always been an episode of this program, <clears throat> and it's and that's going to remain the same. Which brings me back to this whole point of organization because the the notion of the change that we're doing here with 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 the show from Radioland. I can elaborate a little bit more. We're, and I, I think I told you a little bit about this last week. We're going to be doing a lot of interviews. We've worked out we've worked out a deal with a, a promotions company that we're working with, and, and they've they've agreed to come on and, and help us with booking. And we're you're going to be uh, this part of the program will be devoted to us spending time together with uh, with somebody of note and uh, having a conversation. And we'll learn about who that person is. We'll uh, and you, these are people you probably already know. Uh, celebrities of some sort, uh, music, uh, film, uh, arts in, in, in general, you know, that kind of thing, uh, writers, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we're, we're going to spend some time and, and, and do this sort of thing. Now, to make this work, er, ergo, the, the, the production schedule. From, from like this day on back, I don't know, a year or two, maybe? It's been produced on the day that it that it drops. That's probably, believe it or not, that's not going to change a whole heck of a lot. We will have recorded the interviews at different times. There might be days where I'll do two or three of them and have several of these put together. But the monologue portion of the program that we call that, the beginning right out of the open, uh, will be as timely as we can. And the same with the close, which will be done pretty much the same day or within within a, you know, Within a reasonable time, within a week, I and mean, it'll be roughly evergreen as much as we can, <clears throat> because you know, you, we want to bring something a little more of substance out there. Sure, there's interview shows all over the place, and and sure there there are shows that uh, 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 that that are that are based in some type of conversation of of one form or another. And a lot of it is very pointed and a lot of it is very direct and, and some of it is kind of dry and some of it is not. And it's, um, I don't know. Uh, it's, I, I don't want it to be one of those things, you know, cause I've been in this business long enough. I, I don't want it to be one of those things like, like, Hey, this person is a feather in the cap. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't collect people. Some shows do that. They collect, Oh, wait, well, hey, we spoke with uh, so-and-so. Yeah. We had, you know, Frank Borgrinder, whoever the fuck that is. We, you know, we don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't do that. I, I like talking with people of note because they've become of note for a reason. And I like to find out why, you know, most of what this show has been about has been a very critical look at the way the industry is. And when I talk about the industry, I'm talking about entertainment in general, whether it's broadcast typically from my point of view, from radio, television, uh, to a certain extent, film. Uh, newspapers, social media, the the whole YouTube sensation, you know, even that to a certain degree has created this really strange, unique world in in show business. 
And when you do that, uh, you know, you can pick it apart so much. And we see basic bits of news coming back and forth. You know, for example, um, and you know, as we can, I'll pause at this point to continue on here in a moment. But you know, you look at things like Facebook, and Facebook being the toxic environment that it is, and how Zuckerberg really is kind of doing a lot to promote that. Uh, that makes it sort of fascinating to me as an as 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 an, as an individual who likes to look at these sorts of things and and to look at the why, just like the whole conspiracy thing. Why would this be a thing? Why would you want to have these these types of things? It would be fantastic to have Zuckerberg on the program to talk about that very thing, not just to have Zuckerberg for Zuckerberg's sake. I could give a shit about that, but I'd be more interested in knowing why these sorts of things are are, are feeling as such as they are. So. Uh, Going so far as to having these conversations that we've had uh, all this all this time, which feels like now I've been doing this version of this show for three thousand years. <laughs> some days it feels like I just started, and some other days it feels like it's been doing it for a long time. But six and a half years. But in that time, though, we've we've covered a lot of ground, and I've gone through the whole. Oh, you know, woe is me. I'm a bitter bastard about being blown out of the business. You know, <clears throat> whatever the case is, and. And there are a lot of guys like me in the business of some sort that have got that have left corporate broadcast or the corporate end of any type of show business and have continued on in some way, shape, or form through the internet. And these conversations become very one-sided. They've become a you know, it's a bitch session. I know because I did it. Uh, I went through it. I, I felt like I had to get it off my chest. And and we've talked about that before. There's no sense in belaboring that. It's just it's 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 what it is, and now I want to I want to I want to get into more of the fun of it. You know that I enjoy talking to to people who, um, who have been around this business from other angles. You know what I mean? Um, and like I said, it'll be people you know. There'll be there'll be some there'll be some famous musicians that'll be coming through here. There'll be some famous uh, actors that'll be coming through here. I can't get into the names of them, and I'll tell you why. I haven't booked them yet. That's why. That's why. The second I do, trust me, I'll sit here and go, hey, guess what's coming up? You know, I'll be happy to, to let you know because I know that there's going to be some people out there that you're going to be interested in wanting to tune in and find out about. That's kind of cool. We get to do it uh, at Radio Memphis a lot, or at least we did pre-pandemic by having them actually in the studio. And they were all musicians, of course. Because that's what it is. It's a music radio station. And sometimes we get the occasional call in from somebody of <clears throat> of of other note. It's just, you know, kind of the way that goes. Nevertheless, with Radioland doing all of this and 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 having to do the things that we're doing, I'm having to make a couple of changes. And I don't know if you probably haven't been able to tell, but we've made some changes in the output audio of this program. Uh, it's still in studio. We've made a lot of changes to the way uh, you people perceive the program. I've actually heard from, I think it was Maddox over at the heavyweight jumps. He goes, I think you're, I, I think you've been tinkering around over there. What have you been doing? And I, I'm like, yeah, I've done some stuff. He's like, what did you do? And I was, I'm not going to tell you. So those of you in the podcast business, they're like, so, um, um, what's your mastering sequence? Uh, can you help a brother out? No, no, I had to figure it out on my own. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did have a little bit of help. But these were from engineers out of out of, outside of the area, and and you know one of the things that I do, I don't talk a whole heck of a lot about it, but one of the things that I do, I'm a voice actor, and a voiceover artist uh, working with various companies, and I have to 
be able now, thanks to the pandemic, I had to convert Studio A. Not really convert. I had to kind of upgrade it a little bit and give give the quality of audio a nice spit shine. Because you're not going to get hired for a gig if you sound like ass. <laughs> you just you just not. <clears throat> a little word to the wise, and I've never used one, and I don't ever plan to, to use one, but a USB mic is not the way to go. If you're looking to build a studio and I go, oh, I, I like the Blue Yeti. Everybody talks about the Blue Yeti. Okay, fine. For what it is, if you want to knock about and be a hobbyist, go for it. But I can tell you this. And for the cost of of, of a Blue Yeti, you you can get a nice XLR system, okay? If you don't know what XLR is, you need to look it up, or you don't need to be in the business. you got to have a decent interface. you got to have a good preamp. you got to be able to manipulate your software. you got to understand how all that kind of works to, to create the sound that you're using. And um, there are some, some steps along the way. And <clears throat> it's not cheap. And it's not supposed to, if you're, if you're trying to find the shortcut, the cheap shortcuts, you're, you're going to get boned and you're going to sound cheap. And the, 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 the USB mics sound cheap. They have like, I don't know. Oh, they're, you know, they'll go, well, they have a great gain control. They do. But there's something about the internal workings of those microphones. I just, I'm not a fan of. I like a good hardwired system. I don't need my computer to work any harder than it already does. <laughs> Trust me, it's all—it's barely held together with bailing wire and bubble gum. So you know that's another thing. You know you got you got to have some some solid hardware. I'm being very glib about the uh, bailing wire and bubble gum. Uh, I built the thing, um, which is kind of shocking because it still works. <laughs> it's, had, it's had its moments. I can tell you that. But nevertheless, you've got you've got to do these things now, and that's all the technical side of it. And another thing too is like how we're we going to bring in, how we're we going to bring in these voices. Well, clearly we're not going to have, I don't know, uh, a person I'm interviewing come into the studio. That's just not. It, it's a pandemic for Christ's sakes. And and this is Memphis, and they're going to be in L.A. or New York or Chicago or out on the road or whatever they wherever they're doing. <clears throat> so I have another laptop in here. Great, another machine <laughs> that's going to be used to bring in the audio, and I've got to I've got to work out some uh, some technicals on it. It's it's there, all the parts are here. It's got to it's got to fine tune it. I got to get it ready. <clears throat> so once we have that in play, you have to pardon me. There's there are allergies, man. Whatever's blown in, <clears throat> it just feels like there's a like a slight sheen of snot running right across my vocal cords. Any rate. Um, once we get all that done, then I'm going to be sitting down with our friend, um, Eileen, who's going to be booking for this program. And this is going to create another interesting thing called the use of the calendar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, a great organizational individual or organized individual who's about organizational skills is going to be comfortable using a calendar, which is great. That's why they're there. Except for the Mayan calendar, which wasn't really all that organized. I have in front of me one of those old school desk calendars that sits on top of your desk. You know, those big ones. They're, you know, what, two feet square or something. <clears throat> you get them at one of the office places in town. And, you know, like four bucks. Then I have big squares for the dates and you can write notes in there. And I use, I'm a big fan of the Bic multicolored pen. Remember those? The four color pens, you know, red, blue, black, and green. Man, and I use all the colors of them. I love them to death. And so I can I can make notes with that. Well, that doesn't do me a lot of good when I'm not here, right? <laughs> so if I'm over at the other studio and I go, hey, what are you doing on such and such date? And I'm going to go, I don't know. <laughs> My calendar's not here. 
Well, gee, Rick, you could, you know, write it down on a pocket calendar and put it in your bag. I could. Or, or yes, hello, 21st century. Use the digital calendars that are out there. I mean, if you if if you're if you if you're if you're if you're a Google subscriber of some way, shape, or form, which most of most of the world is, uh, the Google Calendar thing is kind of cool, and you can set up all sorts of calendars, and it's and it syncs up with all your devices, which is what I've done and what I've been doing, and it's um, it's handy. It is it is way handy, but my problem is. It's not going between the two, the desk calendar and 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 the digital calendar. The problem is, and I think we all are the same way, is that all of a sudden you feel like you have to stop what you're doing in order to put stuff into the calendar for stuff to do later. And it's odd because we live in this now thing, especially from my point of view <clears throat> and doing the things that I do. It's all now based. I have deadlines. I have things that have to be done now. This show is one of them. Let's get this shit done now and get it out the door. Let's do this. I've got to read for this part. I've got to do this uh, this other thing. I've got I got to be on the phone for this. I got to you know that beer ain't gonna drink itself. I've got all of these things that are all happening at the same time. So when I have to stop and force myself at the moment it comes in, and that's the thing. It might be a text message that comes in. It might be an email that comes in. It might be a phone conversation that comes in, and you're sitting there and go, hey. On Tuesday at you know blah blah time, I need you to be at this particular place at this particular time. We're gonna we're gonna talk about these things, and so you're having to put all this information into the calendar, and it feels like an eternity when I'm doing it. I know it's first world problem. Yeah, Eric's bitching about using a calendar now, but the idea here, though, is of course, is to increase your productivity and to and actually, actually, what it does is it frees up more time. It really does because when once you get past that whole now thing, okay, I'm doing something now here at this moment, but I have to stop all of this so I can get some stuff put into my calendar. I have to get it all updated. And if I don't, then I'm going to feel like, well, shit, I'm missing out on something. FOMO, fear of missing out. It's not just a social media disease, my friends. <laughs> it's, it bothers the rest of us who are trying to be organized. And I know guys that, uh, and women too, that that don't use the calendars. They just wing it. They go through their lives like, hey, I'm so, I know I'm supposed to be somewhere. They just have a memory for this kind of thing. And my wife is one of those people. She does not use the calendar. She uses Siri to the calendar. They have conversations. My wife and, and Siri have, have long, drawn-out conversations. And you can, and unbeknownst to a lot of folk, you can get Siri that speaks in an Irish accent. It's trippy. So it sounds like my wife having a conversation with another Irish person. It's, I don't know. I don't know if she's ever <coughs> tried to speak Gaelic to the thing. Maybe she has. Maybe there's something to that. Nevertheless, she does not use the calendar type stuff, but she knows that on such and such date, she knows that she's going to be here. She's got doctor's appointment for this. She's got to be over at this place for that. She's meeting somebody for tennis at this time. She's having coffee or tea with some other blah, blah. You know, she's got all this shit that goes on. Me. If I don't put it down in this goddamn calendar, I'm going to forget. And it has happened. And it has happened a few times. And it's embarrassing and it's upsetting when it does. And it and it wrecks my day. I got booked. I had something booked for a show. This was some time ago. I had booked a, a live appearance somewhere because I had mistakenly thought that it was that I was open on that date and I wasn't and I double booked myself because the dumbass me that initially took the job did not put it in my calendar like I should have because it's the whole thing hey what are you doing on such and such date and the first response is let me check my calendar 
like I'm some type of, you know, big shot. <laughs> but it's it's not what it's not a matter of being a big shot. It's a matter of being a grown up man, being a big boy. Use your goddamn calendar and figure out if you're free on that date or not. What have you got going on such and such date? Well, from what I can tell, nothing. <clears throat> and if you lead with that, that's something I had a little bit of advice for. If you just come to me and say, hey, Rick, what are you doing on such and such date? I'm going to say, um, I'm probably booked. What do you want? <laughs> you know, unless you say, hey, listen, I've got a thing coming up at particular this. It's it's on this date this time, and it's about this, this, and this. And I, and I, can you do it? Do you want to do it? Hey, let me check my calendar. And there we are. I'm back in there checking my calendar. So i got to stop everything that I'm doing and check my calendar. And make sure that my calendar's right. Make sure it's all up to date. Pardon the pun. Make sure it's up to speed. Make sure I got the phone numbers I need, the directions I need, because it's, if it's someplace I got to be, I got to put. The, I got to put. The, I put that address into that digital calendar, and I do that because when I get behind the wheel of the car and I'm looking at my calendar before I back out of the driveway, and I go, "All right, I need to go to this place." Well, where the hell is this place? And then you go, you then you then you ask the phone, Siri, hook me up. I need to get to this address. And then it tells you how to do it, tells you where to go and how to, how to do it with a smile on your face. So, so, so yes, doing these things is, is important. Now with the changes from Radio Land and some of the other things that I've got going on, cause you know, I've got, uh, 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 I'll tell you a little bit more about it, but I've got the uh, uh, drinking with dead people show on YouTube and the high fidelity kitchen on YouTube. The, a lot of this stuff doesn't really get that scheduled. And now I'm having to do all this because there's, a, there's, there's oddly enough, I've been dragged through some changes with drinking with dead people, apparently not really changes, expansions, if you will. And, and I've got, a, it's in hiatus right now because we're in between seasons and I got to get my shit together on that because, and, and there's, it's a long story, but I'm meeting with a couple of people and it, it, it so once again, my calendar is going to, my dance card, if you will, is going to be a thing. So what all do you put in there? Well, I don't put down when I'm going to sit down and work on, you know, if I'm going to be editing or if I'm going to be shooting. I, I, I put my if I it's if if I have to be somewhere outside of my own studio, if I have to be somewhere outside of home, if I have to be somewhere outside of my my immediate circle of influence, then then I put it down there, you know, because if I'm on the routine Monday through Friday at the at at uh, at, uh, at the Emmons Building with the 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 headquarters of Radio Memphis, if I'm there Monday through Friday. Nine to two, there it is. I don't have to put that in my calendar. It got put in there, but it's in there, and I don't need it. But after two o'clock, if if I've got to be at if I got to be at a doctor's office, or if I've got to be at a, a, a location, or if I've got to go meet with somebody, if I've got a phone meeting, or if I got a conference call, all that's got to go in this in this calendar. Or I'm gonna I'm gonna fart around and fuck up and miss it, and I'm gonna be standing in a in a, in a grocery store. Uh, looking for lunch uh, over by the produce department, and I'm on the phone carrying on a conference call in the least professional manner possible. <laughs> so, yes, the use of a calendar is important. So to get us from where we are now and to where I'm heading with this show from Radioland, I've got to have a conversation with the booker. And the booker's going to say, hey, we've got this person, that person, these people, we're got, and give me your dates and your times. And I'm going to have to sit there and go, okay, here are the dates and here are the times I have available. And I have to go back and I have to confirm it with those people. And those people will be like, okay, great. We can do these times. And I'm going to get sent a final. Then I have to sit down and plug these all into, into, into my calendar. Or I swear to God, I'm going to be missing out on something. And my phone's going to ring going, um, hey, um, you're supposed to be meeting with the Pope and uh, 
you're not there. <clears throat> and then what do you do? Then you, then you look like an ass. So I'm telling you folks, um, I know it sounds kind of strange because most everybody should be doing it or probably are doing it. I'm just kind of uh, last of the boat and it's not an old man thing. It's just, it's just what it is. <laughs> it's not an old man thing. It's like I'm using that as an excuse now. It's just something that, that I've had to grow into and it's what we all have to do. Organizational skills, kids. I would seriously look into that. Or are you just going to stand around? You're going to look like a fool and nobody wants that. Hi, this is Reverend Oma from the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. A lot of us are making time to deepen our spiritual paths. The Broom Closet has a wide selection of books on spiritual topics and a huge selection of tarot and oracle cards for connecting with spirit and our higher selves. You can choose from our vast selection of gemstones, crystals, and crystal jewelry to enhance your spiritual journey. Check out our mindful living gifts and home decor to complete your sacred space. Visit us in downtown Memphis or online at thebroomcloetmemphis.com. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. Make no mistake, I'm fully aware of how podcast audiences are. In fact, in this whole new realm of streaming broadcast in general, Audiences have changed as well. It's not just us broadcasters. It's not just us people in the biz. We, we've had to adapt as well. And, and it's sort of like this weird dance where we're all kind of staring at each other from across the room going, okay, I'm going to say something and you are probably going to either react or not. I don't know. <laughs> and that's just it. And if you're a podcaster right now in this day and age, or if you're even a broadcaster and you're expecting some sort of an immediate response from somebody, if you're expecting somebody, somebody to interact with you in that way, it ain't happening. It doesn't happen that way. Because the things that people that you're listening to us on a device that would avail you to to make the conversation in the first place. So, well, there's that. You're sort of handcuffed and trapped. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Right, you heard what's coming up next time on the program for what it is. Uh, hey, it's Rick's podcasting school. <laughs> now, as we get, as we kind of get our things together, it takes a little bit of time, and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm kind of done with the whole media rant thing. It's it's there for what it is. It's gotten out of control, man. It is it's gotten completely out of control. The entire the whole media thing. My my one of my final words on this, uh, with with, with without a doubt, is going to be that those of you who like to use the term mainstream media need to just shut up, because it's not mainstream media anymore. It's all media. It's everywhere. There is no mainstream. It's just it's just an ocean. It's just a big gulf of spit, and we're all in the middle of it. <laughs> And just whatever happens to float by that seems to make sense is sort of where you're at. I get it. <laughs> so, Rick, you're making changes to From Radio Land. What are you expecting to happen out of that? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I'm looking forward to just talking to some other people. I really am. I'm looking forward to having some conversations because it's fun. That's what we do. I've been talking to you people for a while now. Not that I'm tired of that. Don't get me wrong, but it's nice to hear something back. And when I'm talking with somebody, hey, you know, <laughs> there's something to be said for that. Besides, look, they're not going to come on a show like this unless they're getting something out of return. What are they going to get out of my ass? They're going to get uh, you people. But 
but here's the here's what's nice is that they will they will also promote the program for me. So there's you know there's I you know I'm getting something out of this as well too. You see, <laughs> uh-huh. oh my god, whatever the case may be. So so there it is. Um, it it may happen next week. It may not. I don't I don't know yet. I know that there's a bit of a monologue. You've already heard part of it uh, that's going into it. So. You know, we're just going to keep doing what we do until we get to where we're supposed to be. That's kind of how I like to look at it. Happy to be here. Glad. Damn proud of it at all. Uh So there. I've had enough of that. Please do yourselves a favor. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Hey, the president of the United States got COVID-19. I don't care where you are politically. He said the thing didn't exist. He He said the thing was fully under control. He's also in the VA hospital. <laughs> he's faking it. I don't even maybe, but he's helped put a face on it. There's that. So wear a mask. It's really the single best thing you can do to protect yourself. Wash your hands. Try not to touch your face. Don't lick any doorknobs. I don't recommend that. You know that 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 would be just that's not that's not a very safe thing to do. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. For God's sake. Stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For bookings and other inquiries, you can write the show by sending an email to Radioland at PirateRadioStudios.com. For more, go to Radio-Memphis.com. <laughs>